TJN World, it's time to share the love and hope of Jesus Christ with a hurting and lost world. I'm Dave Adams. We are here at the Grateful God We Walk in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And one thing that we love to do is get out on the street and talk to people because everyone's got a story. And a lot of times you, you walk past people in the street and you don't think anything of them. Oh, you know, they're, they got brown hair, blonde hair, whatever, and you don't know the story. But behind every person, there is a significant story. And if you stop and talk to people, you're going to find some amazing things out about amazing people. No, not everybody is out to get you, and not everybody is a criminal, and not everything is violent in, in, in the world and in America today. There are good people out there doing good things. We just had the opportunity to talk to a, a man and wife mm -hmm. yeah, that have been ministries, uh, ministers uh, in Papua New Guinea for 25 years. What's your name? Yeah, Peter. And uh, what's your wife's Pam? name? Pam. Yep. And so, yeah, we've been in Papua New Guinea uh, since uh, January '97, and um, there's over uh, about 850 different language groups in Papua New Guinea. Hundreds of them yet without any opportunity of hearing the gospel in their own language in uh, the world. Uh, there's 17,000 some different people groups in the world with uh, 7,000 some, 42% without any opportunity of hearing uh, the gospel and uh, with no Christian radio programs, no Christian TV programs, no Christian neighbors or churches or uh, no scriptures in the language, 42% of the world's population uh, without any uh, way of hearing uh, the truth in, uh, in any form. and. Uh, every hour 3,300 people going out into a crisis eternity without ever having the opportunity of hearing that Jesus came and died for them and um, yeah so when we're back here in the states that's what our heart is is trying to challenge um, the body of Christ to be uh, seeing that Jesus gave us that command 2,000 years ago to be getting the gospel to every nation of the world and um, there's, uh, we still got a long ways to do. Jesus gave us that command and we're not done yet. Um, there's a lot of people yet to reach. So y did you wake up one morning and turn to your wife and say, honey, let's go to Papua New Guinea. And she goes, okay. So what took you to Papua New Guinea? Okay, yeah, for us, um, for my wife, when she was uh, nine, she said, uh, more or less sign that blank check for Jesus and said, whatever it takes, uh, whatever you want, wherever, however, whatever it looks like. For me, I was in college, had a number of questions and just reading the scriptures and seeing that uh, numerous times in the scriptures we're commanded to go and there's not one place we're commanded to stay. So the default for us as believers is the body of Christ is go. And so for me, that's my call. It's uh, the old fashioned email in black and white, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. He said, go and make disciples of all nations. And um, then the Lord uh, used a number of different events um, uh, in our early marriage to um, lead us to take a short term trip. And on that short term trip, uh, really God doing the kind of John 4 thing where Jesus says, lift up your eyes and look into the fields, they're white into harvest. Yeah and uh, seeing that, man, there's a world out there that's lost and dying and going to hell without Jesus. And so it's okay, God, how do you want to use us to be a part of that? And as long as you give us a green light, we keep going. If it gets yellow, we slow down. If it's red, we know you have something else for us, but the default is go. And uh, yeah, so we went with our, our four young children, uh, four young boys, and our daughter was born, our first uh, home assignment back here in the States. And um, the, uh, our kids all have grown up there. Now three of our uh, boys are uh, back there full time uh, in different uh, ministries, different uh, people groups. Um, and um, our daughter is uh, in Bible school and it's mission somewhere, somehow. Don't know what it's going to look like yet, but uh, trust the Lord for direction with that. Amen. 
So you married a good, good woman. I tell you that. This uh, right here, uh, right? <laughs> Thank you. Papua New Guinea. What do you? Yeah. Let's talk about following. We talk to a lot of people, and they say, "I really don't know what God wants me to do in my life." What advice would you give them as far as being in the will of God and saying, "God, what do you want me to do?" Walking the walk, talking the talk, of course, and walking the walk. How do we look for God's guidance and what to do in our lives? What advice would you give people? Seek Him in prayer and in meditation of His Word. Be in His Word and trust Him to lead you. And He says in His Word that those who delight in Him, He will direct their paths. And we can be confident that if we trust in Him, He will direct us. One question I want to ask pertaining to America compared to Papua New Guinea. Different cultures, obviously. Um, are people in Papua New Guinea more open to the gospel than people here in America? We find that people here in America can sometimes be somewhat calloused, I guess is a word. What do you think? Yeah, over in Papua New Guinea, the people were actually asking for God's talk. And they were asking for over a period of six years. And during that time, the Lord was working in our hearts here in America as well and led us to them. And now many of the people um, in the area to which we've been ministering have Place their, uh, place their faith in Christ and have a desire to follow Him, and they're excited about um, starting to have God's Word in their own language too now. So are you doing ministry work here, uh, ministry work here in um, the United States now? We're just here for a time, and then we'll be returning to Papua New Guinea. So how long have you lived in Papua New Guinea? Almost 27 years. That's home? Yes. And you're going to stay there. Is God calling you anywhere else, or is the mission field for you in Papua New Guinea? Whatever God wants for us is where we want to be, wherever that might be. And right now, that's where he wants us. Praise God. Now, Papua, uh, Papua New Guinea? Okay. So the newlyweds, we're back to the newlyweds here. You're also uh, missionaries in Papua New Guinea? Yeah. Correct. Yep, so I actually um, grew up in Papua New Guinea um, since the age of two. And uh, after finishing high school, came back to the U.S., went through Bible school, missionary training. Where at? Uh, I went to Bible school, Ethnos 360 Bible Institute, and then went through the Ethnos 360 missionary training, and that's the mission organization that we're serving with. Um, three years ago, I returned to Papua New Guinea as a single missionary, and um, going there initially, uh, when I was in the missionary training, one of my biggest fears was that I was going to end up on the mission field single, um, but just uh, God burned my heart to go to the mission field, even though I was single, and to trust Him with that. So I returned to the mission field knowing that that's how God was leading me and I could trust him with all the rest of the details. Um, after returning to Papua New Guinea, um, being there for about two and a half years, then I met my wife there who came as a single missionary as well from Germany. Trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and what? He will direct your paths. He Amen. will give you the desires of your heart Amen. as you fulfill him and, and seek, seek ye first the kingdom of God and he will grant you the desires of your heart. That's right. We're seeing living proof of that. So, your story. My story. Um, I got challenged to go into missions when I was a child through missionaries in my church and their report. Um, so when I grow older, I... Um, try to find like opportunities to serve the Lord wherever I, I am like in my ho hometown and then uh, but also I learned that I could go abroad abroad like and serve him overseas but I didn't really know where so first I went to Africa and um, got some experience there and on the mission field and then uh, yeah through different people and different um, yeah even like Bible Institute in Germany I got challenged to really give up everything in my home and then 
trust the Lord and go into missions full time. And um, yeah, so that last year in August, I moved to Papua New Guinea and I was ready to stay single for the rest of my life and to serve him wherever I am. And uh, I was just, yeah, happy, <laughs> happy single. And now I'm happy married, <laughs> happily married. <laughs> <laughs> God will grant yeah. you the desires of your heart. That's Amen. Uh, thank you for your, everybody's got a story. And yeah. for Christians, uh, most people have um, testimonies or mm -hmm. witnesses. And one thing, we've talked to some churches, and there are some people that are having a struggling with getting out and sharing their witness or their stories of faith with Jesus Christ. We, well, I'm not going to mention the church's name, but they say, no, it's a private issue, and you just need to keep that to yourself. I don't agree with that. No, I will <clears throat> just the, the opposite of that, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a living, a living testimony. It's like we cannot, we cannot keep it for ourselves what the Lord has done in our lives. And it's not about what we have done or what we experience. About, it's about the Lord and what He has done in our lives and about His grace and His mercy. And that's what we are about to share. Yeah. The Bible says that we'll be ready in all seasons to yes. give a testimony for the hope that we have yes. within yes. us yes. and that hope that hope is in Jesus Christ. So folks, share your story. There are people out there wanting to know what to believe in. Is there hope? Is there truth? Is is there a way out? And the thing I love about the first generation church is they called it mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. yes. The way of truth, hope and life, the way walk in it. Mm -hmm. So we as the as the church, the combined organized church together Let's work together to bring the gospel of Christ mm -hmm. to a hurting, lost, hope, and hopeless and dying world. Mm -hmm. God bless you guys. Thanks so much. Hey, I'm excited for you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. So be blessed, be encouraged. This is Thanksgiving, a uniquely American holiday. And it is time to give thanks for the hope that we have within us, which is Jesus Christ. We need to pray for missionaries. We need to pray for the... Ethnos360. <laughs> Ethnos360 Bible Institute. Where's that based? Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha, Wisconsin. Yes. And uh, pray for that and other Bible institutes that they, they really dig down and share the hope and love that is Jesus Christ. Uh, the Ansbury University Revival, we watched that in, in uh, Wilmore, Kentucky this year. That was amazing. That was an outpouring of God. People, a town of 6,000 people was overcome by 50,000 people from around the world coming to seek God, tell me that people are not hungry for the gospel. That was just a living example of people are hungry for God. So pray for missionaries, pray for missionaries in Papua New Guinea, pray for mission. I, I served some time in New Zealand. Uh, we did a mission trip there. So, and here in America, if you want to be uh, yeah, going to a missions field, there's no tougher mission field than the United States of America because people here, uh, we have a lot to be thankful for, but in that, we can sometimes lose track that, hey, we need to be thankful for God because we think we can do it on our own. Yeah. So, if you want a mission field, there's no better place than the United States of America. But if God's calling you to Papua New Guinea or New Zealand or Germany or wherever, can I interrupt sure, on that? Go ahead. The, the challenge with the America, though, is that the gospel is available here. There, there are, as you mentioned earlier, uh, churches on every corner. Um, 
every uh, most languages, all the major languages, there's churches that will preach. There's a lot of trash out there too, but and that even would claim the name of Christ. But there is the true gospel that's available, and um, that is that that Jesus came and He died for us. He took our place. He took my place on that cross. He took my unrighteousness, all my wickedness, and He gave me His righteousness. Uh, and it's simply by faith in, in Him and what He has done for me um, that He gives forgiveness, and that's the gospel. And um, and that's available here in this country. But there's uh, people groups, 42% of the world's population, 3.4 billion people of this world can't even hear that simple message. There is no one that knows their language that knows that message. And so it takes those of us in this country and other countries that know that truth, that know the truth of what Jesus has done for us, to go and learn the language and the culture of the people that don't have it available to get it to them. For example, the country of Pakistan, 850 different people groups and 844 of those with no access to the gospel where it doesn't exist in their language, they're unreached people groups. Um, just to put in a little plug, if you want to check out the stats, joshuaproject.net um, has the statistics for all the unreached people groups of the world and uh, we have a huge burden to whom much is given, much is required, and we here in America have much, not just financially, that too, but all the spiritual resources we have, all the commentaries and the schools and the seminaries and the Bible schools and colleges and everything else and the churches and everything we have spiritually, we have that responsibility to invest that Jesus didn't put us on this, leave us here on this earth and put us on this earth just to enjoy the American dream. No, he says, seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all these things that you might have need of, God's going to take care of. He didn't say, seek first the kingdom and then seek second your American dream. No, he said, seek first the kingdom. That's it. That one thing that we're to seek is the kingdom of God. Put that first, his righteousness. Go all out for the kingdom. And don't hold back anything, just everything that you have, all your resources, all your time, everything, and you'll never regret it in eternity. Amen. Well, be blessed, be encouraged. We have to run, but God bless you guys, all of you. Thanks, Thanks, and Thank keep you. sharing the hope and life that we have in Jesus Christ. Amen. Because people even so, what we found is people say, I don't want to know about it. And then they go, well, I got a question. And then you, you start right. getting into an engaged conversation because they really, kind, they really, really deep down inside want to know yep. and just plant that seed there. And a lot of times uh, uh, preach the gospel and sometimes use words. Yes. We preach the gospel as loud, in fact, louder with our lives and our actions because they come to us and say, you know, I see in you something that I kind of want to know more about. Yep. So as we're preaching with words, we need to back it up with our lives. Yep. So. Be encouraged, be blessed, and uh, I guess they're kind of wrapping things up here at the Grateful Gobbler <laughs> one. So, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. USA Heartbeat, Street Level America, and TJN World as they're moving all the cars out of the way, and I guess we need to go too. Be encouraged, be blessed, happy Thanksgiving.